It's 6.32 p.m. and I would like to call the uh, meeting of HCDC to order. Uh, so the second item on our agenda is the consideration of the meeting minutes from October 20th of 2022. Are there any edits or corrections to the minutes? If not, may I have a motion to approve the October 20, 2022 HCDC minutes? So approved, so moved. I can't just approve it outright, I guess, can I? So moved. I second. All in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carried. Agenda item number three, we have public comment of items not on the agenda. Are there any public comments for items not on the agenda? If there aren't any public comments, we'll move straight to agenda item number four, the fiscal year 24 legacy aid to agencies uh, funding discussion. I, I would propose that we look at the November HCDC funding template and start with the top scoring agencies based on the HCDC average scores and work way down the list. Uh, we can fill in the funding as we go and come back through and make changes at the end as needed. And I would like to uh, just set a reminder that uh, we're not actually voting on these today. Uh, however, we're uh, seeing if we can come to a consensus and we'll be voting in the January meeting. So looking at our November HCDC funding template, uh, it looks like the highest scoring was uh, Shelter House. Is anyone opposed to me trying to turn the lights down to see if you can see that better? Please try and see. that we're looking at green is the one we need to fill in okay. so Kayla how do you want to handle this um, I would just like to see if we can come to a consensus um, like with shelter house for example it looks like we have a hundred percent uh, recommendation and I feel that what I saw at the last one is that shelter house has done a good job of fulfilling on uh, their obligations and that's kind of my standpoint so I would like to uh, just open it up for discussion as to how others feel and see if we can come to a consensus so that we can vote on it at the next meeting I agree I think that's the way to go with the top scores there seems to be consensus on several of the applications so I do have a question though. Um, so if you, when you look at the budget and then if, if an agency is, the minimum allocation is to be 15,000, um, this, I mean, this is hard because if you look at the budget, then obviously we can't fund every body at 100%, every agency at 100%. So, um, what is is that a hard and fast policy the 15,000 yep okay 
Yeah, it's an, I believe it's in our consolidated plan. Okay, thanks. So can I jump ahead and ask the ones that are below 15,000, is that something we vote on? No, we can't do it. Or do they, or do they just not get any funding, the ones that, that didn't make the 15,000? You would have to decide on a minimum of 15,000. Um, you could choose to not fund them or you could fund a higher amount than 15,000, but the minimum award amount would be 15,000. But I did, didn't I notice on here that there's a couple that are below 15? What You're correct. to yeah. those agencies? Those are just average scores. So this is just combining what we received or average funding recommendations. So if somebody okay. funded a zero and somebody funded a 15, we just took the averages and filled this column in. Okay, so it can be maneuvered a little bit. Yeah, you would need to adjust that. The, the questions, we had very little discussion last month. It was, it was kind of sad. But the questions that I clarified last month were that it is 15,000 minimum. We can, we can make decisions to lower funding recommendations um, as long as we don't go below that 15,000. I'm, I'm guessing with the, if we decide that the agencies that have that are listed below fifteen thousand, then we take money away from other agencies to to fill in that extra five thousand. If we decide on fifteen, yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you. I, I do have one question. I, I couldn't remember um, when we had. Because I, I know that we can't, can we, are we allowed to take, to spend over the, what is the recommended amount that we have to, we need to spend 721,000? 713,925, right, is what we have available to award. 713 was um, calculating the total pot we estimated out, and then the maximum amount for emerging agencies is 5%. So 5% came out to about $37,000. The last couple years, the standard pot for that has been about $30,000. So depending on what you decide, um, we recommended the emerging aid to agencies budget at $30,000, which would free up some money for legacy agencies, and that total budget would be $721,000. Well, I haven't finished my question yet. <laughs> so did we, um, I remember a funding round that we didn't uh, spend all the money. Was that emerging emerging agencies where we didn't spend the entire thirty thousand? I don't remember that. Um, was it last year, maybe? Sometime in the last twelve months. Yeah. So last year we didn't do a legacy allocation, and whatever we did spend went to the legacy agencies. We kind of reallocated that funding. I know we didn't do a legacy agency allocation. I, I, right. I'm clear on that. But I, I do remember doing some funding and we didn't spend the entire amount. Um, and I wanted to know if we are, I guess I'm getting to the question, uh, if we want to lower the amount for emerging agencies because we want to spend more, are we allowed to do that or are we not, not allowed to do that? Yeah, you can lower it. So okay. our regulations say up to 5%. Okay. Um, so you guys have the ability to recommend something. I just want all the rules. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I mean, we can start like you suggested, but I, I don't think it, uh, it doesn't mean that it's not gonna be changed, you know? Um, so, if, so are you suggesting that we go ahead and for the top scoring, the, the ones we had consensus on, we, go, we put those scores in for right now? 
Is that what Caleb? I will say. I know mine was a late handout, and I apologize. I, I called Brianna earlier this week that I was just didn't have a chance to get to it. I mean, my recommendation is if you are in the ninety plus percentile, I funded you completely. I gave everybody that was in the seventieth or below eighty. I gave it. I gave all of them the bare minimum, and then everybody else in between, I allocated from the standard deviation of. The, of what I of what I got on the mean there, which is about 82%. So everybody got funded 82% of what the required. I, I mean, we, we, we talk about, I've heard people hound and hound about we've got to be objective. And I just went, I don't know how you do it. I mean, my opinion is the people that shine, I feel, I mean, these 90 plus members should get their full allocation. That is where, that's where I came down. And I know that's not, I know staff recommended, I think, uh, only 64 for, was it neighborhood centers? Yeah. Um, but 100% well, for the others. Oh, free medical only got 92, I guess, or 87%. Um, my, my problem is the application itself. I think the application has so flawed. And until we correct that. Well, but that's the one thing I have to go from. Well, so. I, I'm sorry, but you know, um, a couple, few months ago, we went through the application. There were very few recommendations to change. A lot of the agencies cannot provide demographics because of the way that it's set up. It didn't get changed because United Way didn't change it. So I don't, I don't think we can go based on that. And I absolutely will not support increasing funding to an agency and taking it by taking away to another. I won't, I won't support that at all. Wait, I'm confused. I mean, then how can we, we can't come up with any numbers without somebody losing and somebody winning. I'm not saying I won't take away, but I won't, I won't give, I won't take money from an agency just for the reason of giving it to another because the score is higher. Because I don't think that application, I think that application needs a lot of work. Well, um, I we think had, every application deserves at least the bare minimum. We we sat in here and voted. I didn't vote for it, but we voted as a group to allow new legacy agencies in. Does uh, every application? How about the applications that are late? Do they yeah. deserve the same treat? Yes. Oh, see, I disagree with you. I think the applications. I took that, that into late. consideration. If they're late, they sure didn't get high scores. They still get the bare minimum. Yeah, but you just said you're going to give them nothing. Right. Right. Okay. I, I, yeah. I don't think tonight's a good time to uh, refine the application. We well, have I know we can't. I mean, we've discussed we discussed that at the last meeting. That's what I sent those emails out for, and, and I called you, and we had a conversation about nothing ever happened. So we're going to talk about it in January. But, but, I, I can't. I still have to give some consideration to the fact that the application process is flawed because it, 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 it does not allow all agencies to um, put the kind of information about services uh, that we, we need in there. And that's why we have to have the follow-up questions, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll um, hold up table to table as an example. They don't fit that demographic or, or that application in terms of reporting their numbers but they provided substantial information and follow-up to us. We were just looking for something that we needed from them to be able to tell you know, what was going on with their services. 
I'm not going to give them low scores because they couldn't fill out that application because of the way that it's set up. It's, it's wrong that that application is set up so that everybody can't report. And that's what I want to look at. Eventually, we can't do that now. So I won't, I won't use the application or the application and its scores as 100% indication of what they should be receiving. I understand your frustration about the application, but like you said, it's what we have to work with right now. I know. And we can, change, we can work on changing it in the future if we want. But right now, our task is to figure out, you know, to do the best we can. For those of us who have been involved in this process for some time, um, it, it can hardly ever be 100% objective. I mean, you know, people have different thoughts and different relationships with different agencies, and it's, it's a hard process to do. But um, we have what we have, and we are where we are, and that's where, what we have to work with. I, I agree with Kyle uh, about, uh, about awarding fund to, to the all organization. Can you speak into the microphone, please? Okay. <coughs> I agree with Kyle on funding the lower application, the bare minimum amount, which is 15,000. Uh, if you look at the, uh, <coughs> at the scoring criteria here, it's not favorite. Uh, the, the new uh, organization who joined uh, legacy, as a legacy. For example, the leveraging funds, if you don't have, uh, you don't have uh, more money to leverage for the, for the, for the project, we will get lower score. Uh, also, on the experience, if you don't uh, get funded previously by, by, by the city also, you will get lower score. That will make it hard for the, for the new organization uh, to get funded. Uh, for, the, for the late application, the application already accepted by, by the staff. So I don't think that should be an, an issue. If it is, if it is a hard, hard rules, they shouldn't be accepted and they shouldn't be presented to us here. As long as the application is accepted by the staff, and I think we, 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 should, we, should, we should fund it. Um, I had trouble with the leveraging funds. Is that, Brianne, is that the one I had trouble with? And you gave me a formula to use? Yeah. So, so it could be applied to everybody fairly, I felt. Perhaps we need some, in future, we need some training of the HCDC commissioners. I really think that that would be a wise thing to do. We can, we can look at that next year when we peel the layers back on this process. Can you, can, can you explain to us this, uh, the leveraging fund, how this formula works? Do you remember offhand? 
Um, I don't have it in front of me, but we took their um, total, I think we looked at the amount they're requesting and the total budget and what percentage of the total budget they're requesting, assuming that because all the other funds are being leveraged for this program. So if the percentage is higher, you will get lower score, right? The way it scored, there wasn't a lot of difference amongst agencies. I believe most everyone got the same score because everyone has right. um, is leveraging quite a bit of funds. That's correct. Looking at this now, um, the only agency that did not receive full points on this, I believe, was inside out reentry because the percentage that they were asking for was such a high percentage of their budget. Yep. That makes sense. Okay. So I, I, I probably I misunderstand that because in my grading, if if the if the organization has higher percentage on the amount request, I will give them lower score. There is discretion in here. It's written into the scoring criteria that you can have some discretion on how you score it. That's how we chose to look at it. Um, I do think that the answers on this score sheet could be written out more clearly next year. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that I wrote in there. But that's not something that we thought was a disadvantage for new agencies, I guess. We didn't score them lower based on the fact that they were new. We looked at the percentage of their request against the total budget. Okay. If we look at the total HCDC average funding recommendation, we're under that budget. So, you know, there is some money to work with. It's not a lot, but it could get the new legacy agencies at least up to the minimum and still with, be within the budget. On a, oh, I'm looking at. You're looking at staff recommendations? I think you're looking at the blue columns, Marianne. At the bottom yeah, where I'm we have extra funds to allocate. Seven. 17,000. And when we, we can enter things in here and change them, I know it's probably intimidating to put it in the spreadsheet, but it doesn't have to be permanent. If you wanna throw out ideas, we can come back through it. Well, I'm gonna throw out an idea. <clears throat> Uh, get things started here. Um, I have uh, a couple of changes, things that I've been concerned about. Um, I'm going to draw attention to four organizations. Two, I'm going to compare two in a time. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and Dream City, um, where the number of clients that are served, I think Big Brothers, Big Sisters is 123 clients. Dream City is 160 clients. Um, I think that their allocation should be um, somewhat similar. That's why I, um, I, I think the staff recommendation maybe have been 15,000, am I correct, for Dream City? And I increased it to 25,000 that would put them more in line with um, Big Brothers, Big Sisters because actually they're serving more clients. So I, I'm looking at the way, I'm, I think I, what I'm looking at is the units of service. So that's one area. The other area that I have a lot of concern with is, well, the whole food insecurity issue is a big one for me. And we have two organizations that are providing meals. One is free lunch program. Now, 
you kind of got to do some work on figuring out, you know, they don't, they don't really do demographic information for us. So, um, but I, what I looked at is they serve an average of 92. If, I know they serve plates of food, but if I even consider they, those are individuals, I'm gonna be a little generous, 92 individuals a day, six days a week, 52 weeks a year. Um, their numbers um, come out to about 92 per day. Um, and then, but I also then looked at Meals on Wheels where I think they're, they're serving 177 individuals in Johnson County four meals a week. And the allocation is so different in terms of how much money. And that's why I um, changed them. I think I, re I did lower free, free lunch program because I, I do think, um, well, I just basically think that some agencies are getting too high a percentage of their budget and we need to lower that a bit. But then I also took a look at, I think I, did I recommend, I don't have it in front of me, is it 16,000 that I recommended for free lunch program? I don't have your individuals. Or no, I think it's 18,000. And then, so I doubled that for Meals on Wheels, 36. But I couldn't see giving Meals on Wheels more than that. Um, I read everything. I know they've got an $8 and something cost per meal to make. Half of it is refunded, or half of it they get um, back from the Older Americans Act, or, or whatever it's called. But it's, it's still a unit of service, and I think that it behooves us to take a look at what we're purchasing a little bit with some of these organizations that are providing similar types of services, or, or their output is somewhat similar. So you're calling Meals on Wheels, that's table to table? Horizon. Horizon. That's Horizon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Table to table is an entirely different um, organization yeah. to take a look at. Well, what I was thinking is there are one, two, three, four, five, six applicants, agencies, who have the same funding recommendation as the HCDC and staff. So I think plug those numbers in now, see where we are. I think we, I thought we decided to do that already. Which oh, well, ones we are those? Done it yet. How many did you say? Five? I got, um, hey, Cap. Wait. Hey, Cap. And then, well, community and family resources, because that would be nothing. Zero. Okay. Hey, Cap is slightly different 27,270 and 27,500. Oh, you're right. Sorry. What was the other one you said? Formerly Prelude, which is zero. So it's okay. Okay. Dream City. Oh, Dream City. So can we plug in, uh, can we start with uh, Horizons, Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels is Horizons. And 
free lunch program and do. This doesn't include my, my numbers, right? This does not. Okay. I did print that out for everybody, though, so everybody has a handout if you need. I just because I know I get, I did recommend money to community, but that was all. That was all I was asking. Okay. So you want horizons and what? Free lunch. I can't remember. Did I do 18 and 36? I think I did. Is there consensus on that, or how do we want to approach that? Well, I think there's a big difference. I mean, they both serve, uh, uh, provide a, a valuable service. But I think the difference is that with free lunch, you know, people have to get there themselves, they, and they can have lunch. And it's my and I don't please correct me if I'm wrong. There's um, Horizons on the other hand has to have the transportation to get the food deliver the food and then they talked about in their application the um, Ability to sort of you know if somebody's elderly to just do a quick welfare check if you will and I know I know free lunch would does that but there's transportation involved in horizons and logistics that that are different than free lunch but again they're both very valuable services they all everything is I did think about all that too and they both they both have a volunteer element um, to it because free lunch reduces some of its costs by uh, um, food that's donated um, through the volunteer teams sure. that cook mm -hmm. um, for them or if it's table to table that provides food so I, I did consider that that they both um, have that but um, for a hundred and I mean I could compare them with with table to table for a hundred and seventy seven residents um, we're look their their request is forty seven thousand dollars I don't know how we can justify that. I don't. Well, that's what they asked for, though. You I didn't know. Give them more? Uh, well, I know. I don't know how we can justify that kind of cost um, uh, for that program. You mean it's too much? Yes. Okay. Yes. And for that's why one? I lowered it. Horizons. I was at the 38,000 number, a little actually lower than that on mine, the horizons. Where to next, Caleb? If the 47,000, uh, is a little high for you. Would would you entertain the thirty-eight thousand that our scores have averaged to for Horizon? Mm -hmm. Thirty-eight, yeah. I, I, it's nothing's written in stone yet. I want to see how it plays out, but that's 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 where my thinking is. Is I'm trying to align this a little bit so that one organization. Well, I'm going to back up a little bit. One of the things that concerns me is 
these numbers are in part the starting numbers what they're receiving now is in part because the housing commission a few years ago funded requests some agencies request a lot more some agencies didn't because they didn't think they could get it so i don't think the starting point is necessarily a good number and that's why i kind of ignored that um and I started playing around with my own numbers. I looked at the, the services they provide to the community and I compared them. I had, I couldn't, how else could I do it? I had to compare them. If we have two organizations providing similar types of programs, I wanted to compare them um, and, and get them closer to, I guess, um, a, a funding number than what happened a few years ago with the Housing Commission. So that's kind of where I come from. I, I, I think the starting point with some of these agencies is wrong. Okay, that seems fair. So perhaps we just plug in the 38,000 for Horizon and then work our way down. If there's a discrepancy, uh, then we work yeah. it out and see where we're at and yep. make adjustments from there. So it looks like our next one is table to table. I apologize, I don't have my glasses in tonight. Um, but it looks like we have... I think we missed free medical in here. Oh, sorry. Are we okay with, is that 36,651 for free medical? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could go higher on that, but I'm okay with putting that figure in. But again, if you look at the score, where are they? They're one of the highest scores. Yeah. And and it and there are an organization in our and group then, of organizations that does something that nobody else does. So it's it's not can't really compare them with another organization, a, a funded organization. And they, they do a good job and they, um, I, I think they do it with, with uh, they're frugal, I guess, for lack of a better word. Free I, I man, I'd, yeah, say, I'd always, say so. I've always felt that they were totally frugal in what they, what they do, um, uh, whether it's their building projects and you know, what they give to us. But, so I put 35,000 down for full disclosure but I knew that I could easily be talked into going to full funding for them. I do believe that it's valuable to point out that uh, some of these agencies, like you were saying, are comparable to other agencies. And I think that it's important to consider what needs are only being met by one agency that's on this list right now. So for instance, there's nobody else providing medical care that we're funding right now. So it's it's valuable for us to consider that, that we can't take that money, reducing the money that we put towards free medical, the free medical clinic in this case, we can't put that towards that same need through another agency. Yep, yep, well put, thank you. Would it perhaps make sense to take some of our uh, excess funds that we have remaining over and bump them up to uh, perhaps about 40,000? You know, we could throw it in there. Nothing's yeah. in stone at this point. Right. Um, I agree with that. What do we got? 
And it looks like next we have table to table. That uh, to me looks like 36,000. 38,000. What was their request? 45. I'm all for giving them 45. And I can tell you why if you want to hear. Well, we're facing a food crisis coming up, and, and um, we, uh, we really we can't increase communities because they made an error. In, well, I believe they probably made an error in their request. They requested an old number. Thank you. Um, table to table provides how many organizations? I've had floating in my mind 25 plus, but I think it's 30 plus organizations in, in Iowa City um, with food. They've changed their, um, I'm trying to find my words because I'm not a member of that organization. They've, they've, they've changed the way in which they, um, they, uh, they rescue food, food and get it out to an organization right away that further reduces waste. They have adapted their model so that they can uh, rescue large quantities of food, which is extremely important to organizations. For every organization that they deliver food to, it saves that organization money. It's such a small, they have a small budget. If you look at their numbers on their budget, they've been doing, um, well, the pandemic has reduced numbers a little bit. I'm not concerned about that because there's lots of reasons for that. All food. A, a food services kind of reduced numbers during the pandemic. <coughs> but um, I think that with table to table, one of the things that concerns me is, is they are adapting and trying to do more uh, to get um, the pantries and, and, and food sites and everything in Iowa City additional food, and they're lo they don't have much room to spare. They're, they're, um, fund balance is declining, and I'm a little concerned about that. They could, they, if we cut them, as I, um, Kyle, I think you cut them down to 15. What? Well, and let, I, let me clarify. I did that strictly on the right. issue you talked about the United Way, which is their only low points were the demographic points. Yep. Right? That was the only reason. Yep. And, I and, looked and, at this completely numerically and objectively yep. based on what the United Way, app, you know, what that United Way application said, and I have absolutely no problem with the staff or the other individual scoring recommendations. Okay. Yeah. It, All it, I know is I had to have a baseline, and that baseline is I if get you it. Can't if you can't get the numbers that we're supposed to be that we're supposed to judge on, then how can I judge on numbers that don't exist? I get it. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not calling you out, <laughs> no, it's except fine. if we were to cut, if we were going to cut them down, it could easily cost them a position, which means it's going to bounce, have a bounce effect to 30 organiz 30 plus organizations in Iowa City, and it's going to result in them getting um, uh, less food. So, so I'd actually like to entertain moving them all the way up to their ask. My, my only issue with that is it's a 27, 28% increase from the previous year. I and mean, I go and, back And this year they're already, I mean, we're already 8% of their budget as it is. And you were talking about horizons and them being similar. I mean, why wouldn't 38 
be equitable between both. We just said Horizons, right, was 38. I, I, it, it is 45 just seems like a big bump, especially when, as you said, it's going to take money from somebody else. It, Kyle, it is in a way, but but the other thing is they, well, you laugh, excuse no, me. No, I don't, mean, you don't, said don't. we don't want to take money away from someone else, but I uh, know. No, 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 you're, no, you're selectively hearing what I'm saying. I said I will not take money away from an organization just to fund another organization give them more money there has to be a reason for me to cut um, a too big a percentage of their budget but for a table to table an organization like that what do they rescue two million two and a half million pounds of food that also has value i don't disagree that, i think 27 percent is a big bump I, uh, I don't and i'd like to entertain uh, moving them up to forty-five thousand. At this point, I think we should leave him at the 38258. That's 85% of the request. Is there a consensus or on one of those? Or even put it at 40 and see what we've got towards the end. I, I agree with okay. Kyle. I think we should put it in at 40 at uh, 40. mediate. I just, I, 45 is a hard push for me, I guess. I don't know. That's okay. I got us up there, so I'm happy. What was the final number? 40. 40. And then up next for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, it looks like. Uh, we were fairly close with staff. Like seventeen dollars. Um, are we happy with the twenty-seven thousand one hundred forty-two? I can't do them without. Twenty-five is is the no, request. That, I mean, even. Uh, so that, they, that's not we, what they asked for. Huh? Twenty-seven one twenty-five is what. Is what they asked for. Yeah, somehow our somehow so our recommendation we, was seventeen dollars more than what they asked for. So I don't I know think, how that happened. I we can't do that. <laughs> no, I think we should give them twenty-seven thousand one hundred twenty-five dollars. Right. I would agree. I, I'm not. I'm. I can't talk about them without talking about Dream City. And why is Dream City at a zero? It's, it's Dream not. City's at fifteen. At the at, at the, are they at the minimum? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Two similar organizations, are we willing to fund them the same? And then up next, Habitat for Humanity. I think. I'll just object. I, I'm not going to agree with Big, Big Brothers, Big Sisters um, right now. So okay. you can go ahead, but I'm not going to agree with it. I don't want it to sound like I'm uh, in a consensus of some sort. So Habitat for Humanity, it looks like we came in a little under staff. Uh, we're at $27,029. Uh, staff's at $28,044. Would we like to uh, keep our $27,029 or adjust that? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with our average. I would also be content with the average.
Looks like on four C's we do have uh, a little bit more of a variation. We're in at 24,915. Uh, staff is 28,044. Uh, and their request was 30,000. What was, what's our average again? Uh, 24,918. And what are they getting this year? 26,709. So it would be a reduction. I'm concerned about that as childcare is one of the huge issues. Um, huge problems. I, I'm just, I'm concerned about uh, cutting them. What they, I'm sorry, what did they get last year? 26,709. I would propose that we uh, bump them up to 26 uh, to help alleviate some of that variance uh, between our recommendations and staff, as well as uh, match what they had last year so that they're not bombarded with the reduction. I think I could be okay with nothing them up to where they were last year. Do you want it exactly that number? Or do you want it twenty six thousand even? I I would be fine with just twenty six thousand even for simplicity. What what was last year's funding? Twenty six seven oh nine. Can we at least give them? I think this year? is another situation that that like Michael just mentioned where there are not a lot of child care at least out of this list of people. I will say four C's is the only one that. In my line of work, I've dealt with regularly as far as like trying to get childcare in homes or you know, affordable childcare in homes around the city. I don't know if anybody else provides anything similar. <clears throat> I will say on my scoring sheet, they were even lower because of the fact, like I said, going from <laughs> from the numbers I did. But I I would argue if we are talking about providers that are providing a unique role. This is another provider that I think does provide a unique role in that in the list of legacy agencies. I, I would hesitate to take them, to give them less than what we've given them in prior years. I mean, I know we've talked, Marianne, you've talked in the past about, you know, you set these budgets and, you know, hopefully you at least maintain your money coming in and not lose your money coming in. Um, I'm actually okay with staff's recommendation on this one, even though it's not really in line with the numbers I originally put down, but I'd actually be happy with the 28. Um, it's not a big bump. It's, it's yes. not quite what they got, but you know, quite what they wanted. But and I can't remember the um, city's ARPA funding budget. Is that um, does that include childcare? There is a portion that of the business development that I think will incorporate childcare, but I don't know that it's been finalized at okay. this point. And I know the state just came out with their preliminary ARPA funding uh, ad administrative plan, which is a lot of money in the state. And a and considerable amount is available for childcare. But who knows when those applications are going to be due and when they would be able to get the money. I mean, it could be another year or two. So um, I'm fine with either getting them to what they were last year or 
what the staff recommendation is, which is higher than last year. I'd like to do the staff recommendation. I think uh, I just don't see a solid reason to, to uh, give them. <clears throat> I don't even want to meet last at what they have been getting. I, I, I think that that's a cut. So staff recommendation. I can't read it. So 28. <laughs> okay, thank staff you. Staff recommendation. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it's a unique organization. Um, Cutting childcare um, right now just doesn't seem like the a wise thing to do. So throw twenty-eight in. Does that work for you, Caleb? That's fair to me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I think no, Becky, there is a hard copy of this somewhere in that stack of papers, if that helps. Yeah, just one mind. Because I'm just reading off there. This, yeah. this is too small for her. Have, oh. She can't read that. Yeah. You can't, can't read, that. read that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have all sorts of glasses. If you see me struggling with uh, which glasses uh, uh, do I have on, I've tried to put two on pair on at once. At some point. Uh, aging services. We are at 23,000. They requested 27, and staff recommended uh, 27. And this one I have concerns about um, I wish we could find out um, oh, finding them. Uh, I wish we could find out if they're receiving regular funding from uh, ECR um, so I look at their budget and pretty sure I've got the right one Although they messed up the fund balance portion of it. Uh, what is the recommendation for funding? From us, 23. And they're consistently, they're not a, they really aren't an organization that raises money. They're consistently underspending or spending under their revenue. And one of the questions that I have is with their East Central uh, mental health region, they're getting fiscal year 22, they got about 29,000, fiscal year 23, 26,000. And are they getting that money? And should I don't, I, I want to know if we need to, to really be funding them um, if they're getting money from the region. And I'd like to know if we can find that out. I realize we had this question and answer session, but it was hard to get all those questions asked but I um, if not I'm I want to move them down to minimum funding 15,000 I'm gonna throw that out because I do not think city funds should be used to build a fund balance I think they should be used to provide services to our residents And in that regard, I mean, this is 1% of their budget. I mean, it is not. Doesn't matter. I mean, they are not dependent on city funds to maintain services, as, as Becky pointed out, with, with, the, with the existing fund in place. 
I, I, I yeah, I don't know. Fiscal year <laughs> 21, they had 12,000 revenue over ex, uh, expenses. Fiscal year 22, 64,000 revenue over expenses. Fiscal year 23, 35,000 revenue over expenses. And it's one thing if they're raising money and building a fund balance, but it, it, that's, this is different for me. They're not, they have a small amount, uh, maybe less than $3,000, it looks like that they're really raising money. So if they did receive ECR funding to help with services, um, then I'm, I'm not sure that, that we sh aid agencies should be funding them anymore. So that's a huge question for me. It is concerning uh, that they are building a fund balance that they're not using all of their money every year. And so it does pose the question, like you said, should we be giving them money that they're potentially and likely to just bank oh. and not use? And so when you, when you put it that way, it made me think of the agency and their request differently. So staff, what can we do? Can we find that out? If that, I mean, because some ECR money is <coughs> ARPA money, I, I get that, but um, this is, otherwise I'm gonna recommend uh, 15, the flat minimum, and I could go to zero easy. If, if we have difficulty, I, I would recommend zero. <clears throat> I would be comfortable with the 15. I, I have, from the standpoint of us, of the concept of a legacy agency in place, once again, I have a hard time personally not doing a minimum, a minimum outlay to those organizations that have been established as legacy agencies in town. I, I know we're going to have a disagreement on yep, this. I just think are. at some point they've gone through the process. A, a commission and the staff said yes. They they have long-standing relationships with the city. They have long-standing relationships with the county. I happen to know that aging services are formerly pathways like I know how much they work with Jeff at, in, at aging services over at Johnson County I mean I I see that work so I, I, I get yeah I, I get why that relationship exists as a legacy agency I think the 15,000 is a minimum keeps them I guess in in that agency status and in that agency concept of they are worthy of funding however in a time where we are dealing with adding five agencies and having a smaller pool for everybody, it makes sense that somebody like Aging Services, Pathways, whatever they're called, <laughs> formerly Pathways, doesn't need from us a funding as requested in the amount that will help them get through this year. And that's where I came on it. I, I, I would be comfortable with the 15000 as the minimum funding for agent services this year. I wouldn't be comfortable with zero. That's where I'm at. I agree with uh, 15,000. I, I, I would agree with that. I think my recommendation was 15,000, but I still would like that right. question no, yeah, answered. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm with Becky. Yeah. I, I, would, I would be happy with the 15. I, I think I can agree with that. I do want to say that I've, 
on some of these, I've been also having the, the thoughts that this is supposed to be sort of a, uh, a consistent revenue source. Part of the reason I'm particularly not as concerned with this on this is, as uh, like you said, uh, we are. It is such a small percentage of their of their budget in the first place, and they are paying uh, away money. But I just want to say that I'm. In general, I suppose I have some slight concerns about radically reducing. I can't really hear you. Oh. I'm sorry, is that better? Yeah. Sorry. So repeat everything. <laughs> sorry, let me see if I can. I guess I'm saying I, I think I can stand behind that, but I want I just want to generally say on some of these that I have concerns in general about radically cutting budgets that have been there consistently, just because I it is my understanding this is supposed to be a, a consistent revenue fund. Part of the reason I'm particularly not as concerned about it in this case is because, uh, like you said, uh, it's uh, it is such a small percentage of their budget, and it is they are putting money away, and there's other agencies that it seems could possibly need this money more. Uh, I just wanted to to make that statement. Well, if if we go down the rest of the list and Speaking put your microphone. if we go down to the rest of this list, if I'm doing my math correctly, which I could very well not be, and put fifteen thousand in every every remaining applicant, then we would only have $7,970 to spend to still be within the budget. Do you want me to enter that to see, or how do you want to yeah, proceed? Yeah, you can. can check my map. Obviously, don't change the other two that we already have in. But. Who this horizons? Oh, oh. oh they like that. goes crazy. <laughs> this one too. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. What are you yang to? I can't see anything, so it makes me <laughs> a little bit of nervous. 30, 37,000. 37, okay. For what? If we were to fund everybody at the minimum, everybody who oh. applied, because what Kyle's saying is they've gone through the process, they've been approved of a leg as a legacy agency, and so the minimum they have to get is 15. Okay, so that then we'll see about that. But she didn't put 15 into ACAP, no, she put 38. We, so we, anyway. We, we, no, we were at, that's because we had already approved that one earlier. Wait, okay. all right. Last month I clarified this. And, and the questions I ask, we don't have to, just because it's a legacy agency does not mean that they have to continue getting funding. In fact, this is just Marianne just seeing what those numbers would mean. Okay. The, we, no, we're not putting, we, we didn't agree to it or put those numbers in. No. She just wanted to see what would remain if that if everybody was at a minimum. Oh, wait. So and we could take that right back out. <laughs> oh, no, he kept on there. One of them is a duplicate. I think well, I fixed it. Well, the ones above that line, but also have to go to 15,000 if we funded everybody. No, no, no. No, no, no. She was just, just wondering going, what, it would, what it would equal. It was just a curiosity number thing. Okay. I'm just going by the budget. Okay. How much we have to spend right. or how 
perhaps we move on to uh, houses and to homes. Um, they've requested 15,000. We have uh, suggested 10,000 and cities at 15,000. Uh, so that appears to be one of our uh, greatest variants. Well, they can't get 10,000. Right, they have to get 15. They have to get 15 or nothing or more. But they only ask for 15. They cannot get 10. How, how, how some other organization can get zero? What? If they cannot get 10,000, how, how, how you can f recommend zero for some organization? That doesn't make sense. Again, I clarified this last month. I asked these questions last month before we even started. We don't have to fund an organization. Um, they can get zero. That's no funds. But if they're going to get funding, they have to get a minimum of 15000 That's in the city steps, is it? Or, yeah. It's in the consolidated plan. Yeah, the consolidated plan. Thank you. <clears throat> I mean, I, obviously, I was fine with giving them the minimum. I'm giving, That's what I, they asked. So. I didn't recommend them, but I would give them the minimum. But that was only because I was trying to do the budget. So right. I would be okay with giving houses into homes 15000 I am, too. I would as well. I agree with that. I agree. I think we should take out Prelude and put them at zero. I agree. Anybody opposed? I mean, yeah, still. <laughs> Anybody other than Kyle? Prelude is the, what are they called now? Community CRS. Well, half of, half of their application was for something that we don't fund under this process, which is repairs, and the other half was for rent, um, rent, I think, which um, is being funded through another organization. So um, I, I left them at zero i put them at zero because it's, it's a late application so i don't think we should be funding a late application i would agree with that no nope. got to draw the line somewhere <laughs> so i'm okay with upping rvap what are they at? I can't read that, so you have to speak it. Speak Where? the numbers out for they me. They asked for 30. Staff staff recommendation is 28, and our recommendation was 26.5. I'm okay with putting them at 26.5. What What did they get last year? Uh, 26.7. So they're getting a cut. Oh. I'm okay with putting them at, I mean, I'm okay with putting them at the 28 staff recommendation. This is, uh, I, yeah, I mean, this is yeah. the group that I, I'm okay. yeah. <laughs> that I absolutely find doing yeah. work that no one else does yeah. in town. I'm okay with the 28. And even possibly coming back, depending if we have extra money and, and bumping them to 100 is what I have in the back of my head, but yeah. Is anybody opposed to 28? Horizons we had already agreed on. Mm -hmm. And inside out. This is a toughie. 
They've requested 45,000. Mm -hmm. uh, our group is at 31.5 uh, roughly, and staff is at 40. This is a really tough one for me because I think the cost per Iowa City resident, resident is huge. I also, um, I have difficulty with the fact that half of the services are provided to Coralville residents. I think that Iowa City is probably funding that service also. So I um, <clears throat> reluctantly, but you know, with an objective mind, I'm going to recommend the lower amount for funding. Or at least I would support the lower amount. For 31? Yep. And I also wonder, yeah, I had the same concerns because it is a small number and it's, you know, 432. At the same time, I understand where those numbers come from because you do have people coming in with nothing coming back from incarceration. The question about the Johnson County Iowa City thing is what's tough because I, I don't really understand. I guess I don't know enough about you know, when someone is getting out, how they're determining whether they're coming back, where they're choosing to live. Because I mean, we could fund this, and theoretically, no one wants to come back and live in Iowa City, which obviously isn't going to happen. I just don't know how. I, I don't. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing these numbers. Just last year, it was 42, and. I mean, 31 is a big drop. I mean, it, that's a big drop as far as, um, yeah. I mean, that's 50 people or something that, that don't get served next year that got served this year, especially when this, we are 20% of their budget. Do they get funding from other oh, sorry. Yeah. Not yeah. really. And, and actually, I'm, I'm going to, so, their expenses were interesting because actually they had that other line item in there that was $340,000 and I believe that's their home that, that they've gotten funding for. So if you back that out, because that's not ongoing expenses for them, they are closer to a $160,000 budget at which Iowa City is paying a third of it. And some, yeah, somewhere along the line, um, you know, I think we have to draw the line and, and, and say that their organizations have to diversify their funding, you know, whether it's through fundraisers, special events, or, you know, this might be something churches give to, I don't know, but, but I don't think that. But there is no harder fundraising than trying to get. No kidding. Cons. For what? Excon. Well, drug, yeah, I mean, drug, drug addiction is. Uh, trust me, I know. I know yeah. what's easy and I know what's hard. But, but, you know, are, is Iowa City prepared to take on the lion's share of the budget? Um, I just, um, I have to say that my my. I asked the question about whether or not um, um, you know we we sh we shouldn't be we should not be funding 33% of any um, program as far as I'm concerned. It's just it's too much money, 
And we've got to see if there's community support for it. They need to see if there's community support for it. And there's probably somebody, some, some way that they can raise additional money. Um, I don't think it, it should be all Iowa City, though. And, and the, when you were talking, yeah, and this is the one that agent, they've gotten zero money from Corville. Yeah, and Which half of Don't understand. Literally, half of their services are. Going there. Yep, yeah. yep. So I, I, yeah, and I don't, I don't know how, does Corville have a commission like this, or how are they, I mean, do they I have think a this funding source is pretty unique to Iowa City. Um, I, I, not super familiar with Coralville, but I don't believe they would have this. Coralville also doesn't get home or CDBG money. Okay. Not as a, not as a, um. But the United Way doesn't fund, they don't use that United Way application for funding for this kind uh, yeah, of Yeah, they do. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think Inside Out gets any uh, United Way money, though, do they? No. I don't think so. They're, but that's a process, Kyle. They have to be a, become an agency yeah. partner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just curious. I, yeah. Well, but we have $39,970 left of the budget. Again, I, I do want to say that they do seem to be one of the only agencies that's providing this sort of service, and we do, we are intending to be a relatively consistent uh, source of funding. And the fact that we are a relatively large part of their budget, given they are local and they are providing services to the region, which we do benefit from, uh, if we are if we significantly cut that, and that significantly cuts their total budget, that's going to impact, that's going to significantly impact their ability to provide a significant amount of their services, I suppose, which I, I do believe are important. What's the history of their funding? What, what was their jump um, the year that um, the city um, took us from 400,000 to Whatever seven hundred. It's in. It, there's a. I think it's in your memo. But um, there, the year there was one year where all agencies got fully funded and they got a, a substantial increase from the previous year. I know, but you know what that was based on. It was based on their ask. Um, yep. So, so for instance, sorry, Barb, to bring this up, but I remember free medical clinic. Um, you asked for what you thought you would get, which was 16.5, where other organizations, if she were somebody else, she might, if she were me, <laughs> she, you'd ask for, for, you you ask know for I say this in loving ways, if she were me, I would have probably asked for 30,000, and she'd be at 30,000 funding um, now, 30,000 plus over a couple of years. So I guess that's my point is, I get what you're saying, but literally we're, we're we're funding that agency to 30% of their budget is coming from Iowa, and it's just too much. How can we justify that for such a small amount of citizens? I can't justify it. So you want to give them the minimum? Yep, I do. It's still a lot of money for their budget, agency budget. When you say minimum, do you mean 15,000 or do you mean the lesser of these two recommendations? The lesser of those two recommendations. 
which was 30. Thirty-one, it looks like. So it's still a significant portion of their budget. Did up. It, that's sixty. That's sixty less people they can help in the upcoming year. So, Becky, when you half. or it 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 pushes them forward to seek funding from someplace else. Maybe they go to Coralville and say we're losing funding from Iowa City, you know, and we're helping uh, half just, our program is for your citizens. I mean. But when I have I have a question for you, Becky. When you were the executive director of community. Um, did you often see people who would come in that had recently been incarcerated? I, I didn't. Um, you don't know. I, you know, I, I, I didn't provide direct service. Because I think, I think sometimes <clears throat> the people who are leaving the system go to shelter house. That is true, too. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, I think that there's, you know, there probably people who are coming out of the system who I think receive services from some of the agencies. I also do think that this agency is also probably providing, well, they're providing more intensive services than a lot of other agencies that are serving more people. What they're providing is, is going to cost more per person, just sort of as a result of what it is. Well, then I go back to the, to the scoring from my experience. Um, the core of the Iowa City thing is really at the crux of it for me right now. I mean, because it is 104 Iowa City residents and 102 Coralville residents last year, and they got zero money from Coralville. Yep. And 42,000 from us, which was, what was it, 20% of their budget? Did they request any from Coralville? I, I, I do not know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't remember that was information. Right. And that's been a crux for a lot of people for a long, for a long time. Yeah, 21, 22, 23, nothing's changed. Yeah, Corva funding zero, zero, zero. Well, and if you have, you know, I hate, I hate to hit them with a 50% reduction in services to Iowa City residents, though. I mean, I. But is it really fair if just throwing out, let me see, back to pathways, um, that they get cut that much because they have to get 15,000 and then inside out entry who scored lower yeah. gets, you know, a lot of money. Not a lot of money, but more money I just think their starting point is wrong it's, it's I mean I, I just don't think we should be I and and I will say they also got 15,000 on my scoring sheet because they were in that 70th percentile yeah. I and mean, that's yeah. like I mean it is it is a hard hit though I mean I, I but well or you know look at habitat scored and I know it's hard to score these because it's not always perfect information, but we cut habitat. Yeah. We could bump habitat up to 3,000, whatever. Because they asked, they asked for 30, right? Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's move to the next one and see where, where we get. I mean, nothing's in stone at this point. And we I'd move habitat back up to 30. Is there consensus for that? I'm fine with that. Can we, can we go through the rest just and see where we're at? Yeah, move up. What do you mean? We still have, to, can we just get through the rest of the ones and then oh, see what we've got okay. left over? All right. What did we say for inside out? I think 15. Leave it there for now. Okay. Oh, I thought we were, oh, I thought we were doing the 31. The what? Uh, the. Oh, you were saying going with the. 31. More recommendation. Oh, you were? Yes, that's what I said. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm okay. I, I yeah, mean, I still I, think it's high, but it's it's uh, it is a drastic cut taking him down to 15. I'm, I'm fine with that. Right. I'm fine with just yep. And you can be fine with that. All right, 31, even. How's that? Now we can still bump up those higher scoring applications if they were not. Uh, arc of Southeast Iowa looks like they asked for 30,000. Uh, we came up with 21,620, uh, and staff said 22,4. Oh, yeah, why don't you bump them up to 22,4? Yeah. See where that takes us. So here's one that, I mean, should. Here's one that we seem to all agree on, on HACAP, that it should be closer to the 100% mark, which would be 27.5. And we were only off by two, three, what, 300 bucks? Yeah. There's his uh, uh, Head Start programming, right? Yeah, Head Start. Head, head Start programming, I appreciated that they don't have, they have zero fund balance. They spend what we give them and, <coughs> Yeah, I was I was okay with <clears throat> um, with that particular one. Well, and they don't have any fee for services, right? Right. Yep. Okay, we'll bump them back up. Can we can we put them at twenty seven five at full, or do you want to do twenty seven two, which was the commission? I do. I wouldn't do them full because of the score. No, I, that's what I'm asking. I mean, so 27-2, which yeah. would be the, yeah. the commission rack? Yeah. Oh, we're going pretty good here. Dream City, uh, they asked for 30. Uh, we suggested 15 as well as uh, staff at 15. Mm. This is where I have some difficulty because, as I said before, I think they're very similar to Big Brothers Big Sisters. They provide services to more kids. I know it's a new organization. What is their staff score at? It looks like 50. 50 percent. Why did they score so low? Do we know? Our scores aren't listed on here. We funded them at the minimum amount. Um, some of it was just I think lack of experience, um, the fact that they were a newer agency, they haven't received aid to agencies funding in the past. Well, one of the one of the problems that I had with the application is with new agencies if, if their outcomes. Um, 
if they didn't have outcomes, you know, they could share with us. Um, and so I, I didn't even try to, you know, to score that, but um, I don't think I scored them that low. I'm okay with it, <coughs> yeah. with 15. I am as well. And my, mm -hmm. I mean, it is 5,000. It's a 50% increase than they got when they're as an emerging aid agency. So, I mean, it is a step up in funding because they got 10,000 from emerging aid last year, right? I think so. Yeah, well, so that was two years ago. Yeah. It might so. be two years ago. I don't remember. Um, well, I, I, I was also just at the 15 for kind of the same reasons, but. I think I recommended 25 in funding for them because I did feel that they need to be closer to what Big Brothers Big Sisters was getting. So that's a flaw in part of in our process, I think. But we can move on, I guess. I'd give the four, the rest of the money to free lunch. What do you mean the rest? The budget. We have four thousand three hundred dollars left. No, I, I, you mean remaining to allocate, them? adding it to free uh, No, free, free lunch. lunch. No, I I don't agree with that. No, okay. I think that's part of the problem is how we've gotten here. Marianne is saying, oh, we've got this much money left over. Let's give it to I know, that's this true. organization. No, I don't agree with that at all. Okay, then we should move up to scores. <clears throat> Are we done with? We haven't. Even if we did. Well, I mean, we're at free lunch now. I mean, if we haven't done Center for Worker Justice yet. Nope. Mm -mm. Well, they have we plugged in 15. But that was just when we were looking at. We haven't talked right. about it yet. I, I you know, um, and are we all in agreement with <clears throat> why are we recommending zero for a CRS, um, a formerly prelude? I thought it was because you said they were five minutes late on the application. I know what my reasoning <laughs> is. I want to hear everybody else, I guess, is what I'm saying, is why are, why are we as a group saying that? Before we move on, are we, is free lunch staying at 15? For right now, I don't right want to. Yeah, as we're going through this, I would like to see free lunch get more than 15. I, I would be okay with giving as we have it right now, giving them what we have remaining, that would put them very close, basically right up to where the staff recommendation was, I suppose. Although I suppose that is more than the, uh, within the individual score average. It's exactly been the problem all these years is, you know. Low scores and they get more. Yeah. That's a problem it's, for all the rest of the agencies. Yeah, it's, it, it just, oh man. Back to. <coughs> Back to community and family resources. The reason I think that it's okay with me not to fund them is because I think it's a pretty recent merge merger with a much, much larger agency. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I just think they have to get their feet on the ground here. Well, I thought their ask was wrong. The other thing that concerned me is I um, looked back at the previous uh, request because they were saying they were one million or two million in the hole, and it was as a result of the merger. And yeah, it was. but I found nothing. I went to GuideStar, looked at 990s for. 
prelude, saw no deficit like that, saw no deficit projection in the, the previous application for, AD, or for legacy agencies. And so uh, I, I just thought that the financials were, were right. um, yeah. just way off. And plus, my problem with how, what they asked for is, um, is housing, and that was being funded um, elsewhere, um, the, the rental deposits. Um, so that was the reason. But the biggest reason for me is um, they were a late application. And did the deadline not say on there that they had to be received by 5 o'clock? Yeah. So I, I think we have a consensus on that. So. I'd give the rest of it to neighborhood centers. I. They have a huge score. Let's. We haven't finished yet. I know. I'm just trying to move us along. Well, I think we need to go through each one. Oh. Well, the only one that's the Center for Worker Justice. Um, yeah. I, I. I get the late thing. I get there was a technical issue, whatever it was, that that caused them to be late. I. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I get the deadlines are deadlines, but sometimes there's also when, you know, it is their first time doing well, and they had an process. Ex and there was an explanation for that because they had to call United Way and United Way had to fix it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it was their fault. I think it was IT. <laughs> right. And, you know. and so, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm absolutely like, for example, the community and family resources formally put like the explanation that you two have just given as to why it makes sense not to fund them makes sense to me right i did have, like i said i had everybody at 15 i think everybody did, you know we at least had to consider I, i'm okay with going with that recommendation because it makes sense i don't get that for center for worker justice this I, I, from personal experience once again this is an organization really one of only less than half a dozen up there that I see coming through my door on a weekly, monthly basis doing work that I can't get done by anybody else in town. You know, translation services, you know, um, is a big one. Um, working directly with providers from the private sector side to help, I mean, to help, uh, you know, especially immigrants uh, who are having issues culturally and legally and just, you know, working through the day-to-days of housing and food and all the other stuff. So I, I, I have a hard time, a very hard time in saying, oh, that they should not get the minimum. I mean, I, I do think it still comes down to their first time year. I, I don't, I, I'm not recommending, I think they asked for 45. I think that's a big, I think that's a big ask. Um, that I'm not comfortable saying yes to, but I, I absolutely think that as a new legacy agency, they deserve the minimum. That's where I came down on it. Earlier, did we discuss um, the deadline being a, a set, set absolute? Um, so if they missed the deadline, then aren't we going, 
but it was not it was not something that would it was not at their fault for why the deadline passed have you ever done a united uh, have you ever done it so you actually don't no, I'm just saying that Mariana just stated that that, that was what we wanted. That was my understanding. And did you apply to, did you, have you yeah, applied to? Yeah. So what they have is they have sections, and each section has to be submitted. It takes a while to, so if you're late, mm -hmm. if you're doing this at the 11th hour, you're going to have trouble getting it in on time. And if it's your first time doing it, you probably don't know that. Well, they did go to the training. I did call to see if they went to the training. So they went to the training. But if they didn't get started in time, yeah, it was a problem. Um, I'm I, okay with I, it. I didn't get my scores in on time either. So you didn't. I mean, we yeah, know. Well, right, so. we know that. Yeah, we know <laughs> so. that. Um, I mean, I wasn't happy about that because right, I was at work when I got them. Should all of my arguments be thrown out today because I did not make the deadline? No. The answer is discussions can still be had. I, I considered proposing that. Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I did too, because um, I think it, 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 I worked really hard to get mine in, and so did I. Um, and it was hard to get mine in. I lost a lot of sleep, and, and I used lunch hours to get my, get the work done. So, um, I think it comes down to, for me, is um, it's that bottom line as an application is, is late. Um, it's not unusual in the funding world. Um, if you miss the application a deadline, you don't get funded. That's, that's a hard, fast rule with a lot of organizations. We've opened this up. I think it's, um, it's, I think it's giving Center for Worker Justice um, um, special treatment that they shouldn't give. If you remember, I argued for them getting agency, legacy agency status. My argument is not because I don't support the organization. I do support the organization. But bottom line is they were late in applying, and I believe that they should not be eligible for funding because of that. And I think, I think, oh. United Way, was that because United Way hadn't completed their piece of the puzzle? No. So Probably 30 organizations got their applications in on time. So. I'm, you know, I'm just thinking, and it, you know, yes, they were just a little bit late, but could they not have worked on, on the application, you know, a week or two weeks or three weeks ahead of when, when they were working on it and they got complete? I mean, sure they could. instead of saying, okay, we're going we're gonna to put it in on the deadline day, you know, say, hey, you know what, if we put it in a week early, we're, we're, we're sitting good. So. I don't really see. But you're that. making the assumption that they didn't work on it or that they didn't work on it in advance. Yeah, we don't know. That. I mean, I, we don't but know. What I come back to is um, the scores that we as commissioners provided based on the applications that we received. And um, it's it's disheartening, I think, to agencies when they work hard on an application, they turn in a good application, they get a really high score, and then they get cut, and another agency that has a very, very low score in applications gets, you know, more. And I, I just think that's not fair. Which I don't think that that's represented up there. I mean, I think the higher no, I think ones that, have gotten the except, big money. <laughs> well, except for neighborhood centers 
I mean, I know they asked for a lot, but they had the, the second highest score tied with community. We didn't really talk. And we only. Did we really talk about shelter house, neighborhood centers, community? Well, we all agreed that they were, they, they should be funded. Well, uh, I, neighborhood centers, um, it, and I read, I read the application about four or five times. I read it again this afternoon before we came. And they, um, they have traditionally, it looks like they have traditionally underfunded, underpaid their employees. I support, you know, raising employees' wages, but they've got quite a fund balance. Um, and I'm, I just, I don't, we're setting ourselves up for, they're gonna be this high, they're going to be, um, they've just, we've, we've moved them up uh, quite a bit in funding. I just, um, I'm just concerned about. Well, there's, according to the budget, there's $4,300 left. So do you want to give it to Center for Worker Justice? Do you want to give it to somebody else who we didn't fund fully that's higher scoring? Well, what are we doing for Center for Worker Justice? 15,000. 15? Okay. Which I'm fine with. Well, I'm going to object to it, but um, okay. I'm not I going think. to, yeah, because it was a late application. I, I'm fine oh, with So the, you want them at what? Zero. Zero? I'm fine with the 15 for the Center for Worker Justice. If you looked at the, at the organization mission, it is unique among all these uh, uh, organizations. I agree. They've yeah. done something unique, so I would recommend them. It is a unique mission statement, but they do more. I, mean, I think the mission is much more narrow yes. than what they actually are doing. And I'm not sure that that's the best way to manage. Yeah. What do you mean? Can you explain more? I mean, I think they have to have a bigger mission statement. Mm -hmm. And I think they have to, you know, figure out what their mission really is and then do that. So that means they have to really, really, this is my opinion, they have to really, really expand their mission statement. To include all the, sir, all to the do, services. Yeah, or to at least, having. yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But still, I recommend them 15 because they are empowering a lot of marginalized and immigrant people. Mm. I think I'm going to have to agree on that. I'm okay with giving them the, the minimum. we could add the money to Dream City. I'd support that, because I don't think we're funding them enough. I would as well. What, what did we do for Prelude? Zero. So why are we having a problem giving zero to Center for Worker Justice? That's a good question. Well, 
Well, I, I thought the discussion was not about the fact that they were late. The discussion was about the fact that they were their financials are not looking great from a from a transition into a large organization. They don't have the need for it this year. Okay, you're talking about prelude now, right? Yes. And that that was the conversation, That's, right, that we had right, just right. before this. Yeah, one. yeah. What I said was, if I were going to recommend funding, I or if I were not considering the, that they were a late applicant, I would look at the fact that they asked for ha part of their ask was for repair of facilities, and that's not and rent deposits, stuff, and rent right? deposits, which is offered someplace else. However, my recommendation was zero because they were a late applicant. So. That's what I, I said. If we, if we don't stick with follow that policy, then we're setting up a dangerous precedent um, moving forward. Well, I, I understand that also. I've said my piece. I, I you know, um, I'm, I'm. When we vote, I'm just going to object to that one. Did yeah. we, did we up Dream City? Not yet. Is that what everyone agrees on? Three hundred there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to propose we move Dream City to twenty-five thousand and reduce the um, emerging agency pot. What we get? Let's see. I'm okay with that. That would take 5,700 away. And then still give Center for Work of Justice 15,000? No. We couldn't do both of this unless we took from well, somewhere else. Right. I don't so think we're going to win that. I think we're just so going to have to object. 24,300 would be the emerging A2A budget for this year instead of the 30. It would be 24,3. Correct. Yep. Could you um, can you run down what is what is the final recommendation for free lunch program? Because I know that one. Um, there were a couple of other recommendations. Fifteen. 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 Okay. Yep. And horizons. Horizons is at thirty-eight. I. RVAP RVAP was the other one that I thought was lower than I'd like but well if but once again there's at some point um, we just keep taking out of ATA or you know or out of emerging or <laughs> I don't know unless we follow the rule that the late application gets nothing and then we've got 15,000 from CWJ I could live with what we have now. I think the community and family resources had so many more concerns. Um, and I think, and I don't know what happened with the application. I know it's an online application and I know it's not, you know, it's tedious. Um, and so I accepted 
CWJ's explanation of why it was late. I mean, it wasn't a week late, was it? Was it? They were both, I think, within an hour. Yeah, one I mean, was 15 minutes, one was 29 minutes late. Okay, well, that, you know, I'm okay with what we have up there right now. No objections. Well, my objections so this, this are noted is, already, but I mean, I, I so I'm going to go with the consensus, but I, I don't, I don't agree with the late applicant being allowed to compete for funding. So, in January, we're just going to look at this again and vote on it. Yeah, we'll put together a something cleaner for you to look at, and you'll just nod and say yes, make your recommendation. Okay. Oh, okay. And these are just recommendations. And then it would go to the council. Got to change it. Correct. The council can change it. Yeah. Okay. In Historically, it's been unlikely that they that they make any changes. They make, would make any changes. So we're under a uh, consensus that we're uh, satisfied with what we have plugged in for now and to uh, move on. The majority of the consensus. Yes. There's a consensus for the ma a majority of the yes. recommendations for the agencies, but in the minutes, it's noted that I object to a late applicant receiving funding. Yeah, um, but you know, I'm not going to belabor the point. Okay, um, for now, let's move on to agenda item five. Wait, there were other agenda items? What? The I didn't agree to that. Um, uh, consideration of approval for the fiscal year 24 uh, CDBG CD, uh, and home. Uh, as well as the uh, FY24 emerging aid to agencies application materials. Are there any requested changes on the FY24 CDBJG uh, slash home or the FY24 emerging aid to agencies application materials? Does this have to be done tonight? Because quite honestly, I haven't reviewed them the way I would have liked to. Um, it, it's just, I mean, we had a lot on our plate um, this this past uh, this past few weeks, with, with a, a we lost a week in schedule because of the November, you know, because of Thanksgiving. So we lost a whole week. Does this have to be done this meeting? Well, but the applications are due January thirtieth. Yeah, this process opens in December at yeah. the end of December. Yeah. We got to do something about um, scrunching everything in at at you know at at this time because it's just it's impossible to do a good job. Um, Normally this is the schedule's a lot lighter in November because we don't have the legacy aid to agencies every year. So this is a heavier year than normal. Well, that brings up a question that I'm sorry I forgot to ask. Um, what happens next year with legacy agency funding? Do we go do we do this again? The recommendation? No, they would just get a prorated amount. So we wouldn't go through the application process next so year. So they would get a certain increase to if, their if the budget increases, we expect probably like a three percent increase. Mm -hmm. Then every, that we would spread okay. that based on the al current allocation. Okay. And I'm beating a dead horse here. I know, and I hate that expression, but it's the only thing I can think of. On these two applications, it says no exceptions will be made for late applications. And so, if that's the standard we're going to use for this, then it's a little. 
Yeah. Well, to be perfectly honest, if somebody were late for the next application, um, I think that they would have cause to make us accept it and and and, and recommend funding for it. So that's the problem. These applications coming directly to the city, CDBG. Excuse home? me, I wasn't done. Oh, that's fine. the problem when you when you start to go outside, you start to, to bend the rules. So. Right. Yep. Right. I, I, yeah, and I don't see it as bending the rules. I see it as a technical issue on the. United Way site that results in the 28-minute okay. diff difference. We're on a different agenda item. Are there any requests to change this on FY24 CDBG or home and FY24 merging aid to agencies application materials? So, Can I give a quick oh, update on, go ahead if you have a question. No, I just had a comment about the application. Okay, go ahead. I, when you're done, I'll just comment on the things that we've changed this year. It's mostly the same, but go ahead. So on the application, the applicant has to report the um, AMIs they're using, whether or not the, the recipients of the project would be at below 80, below 60, below, what is it, is there 40 in there? 0 to 30, 31 to 50, 51 to 60, 61 to 80, and then over 80. So now, it used to be that if an applicant said they were serving people below between zero and 30 percent AMI, that they would have to, that the city was going to monitor that they stuck to that. Is that still the case? People still, I mean, it, the reporting is different based on the funding source, but people still have to report their beneficiaries. I know, so. but it used to be on this city application, which was more restrictive than the home and CDBG rule that if you said you were going to, everybody was going to be under 30 percent, then everybody in that project had to be under 30 percent to mm -hmm. get the city money. Is that still the case? Or are you going to? We do a lot of monitoring. I'm not sure if that's the question. It depends what we write into the agreement. Um, it might vary based on what type of project it is. So we wouldn't, we wouldn't necessarily, so say they're doing two under 30 and two under 50 percent AMI, we'd probably write the agreement for under 50 percent AMI for simplicity, but I don't know, it depends on, it depends on what they're specifically targeting. I don't think we would break it up. Okay, okay. And there's a score on that. So you get a higher score if you get 30 below. Mm -hmm. That's really hard for home pro pro projects. It's very hard to do. Mm -hmm. That used to be um, more of an issue with the old scoring criteria before we revised it. This question could really sway a project. And I think the way it has changed during the last funding round, you get the additional points, but it's not the all determining factor of who might get okay. funding. What happens is if somebody, if it's, if it's a home project and you say, say it's a rental project and somebody moves in and they're under 30 and the next year they get a job and then they're between 50 and 51 and 60 percent. If the city said you have to have everybody under 30, then either the project's out of compliance or the people have to move. But the federal government says they can stay. So it was, it's, gets a little bit wonky. Yeah. But you get a lower score if you say everybody's going to be below below 80 percent because 30 is below 80. 
So based on the application process that we just had and what we talked about is the leveraging money, um, could staff identify some areas of the, pro of the application that you might want to give um, the commission some uh, training on at the, at the meeting so that we can come closer to scoring everything appropriately? I would say the CDBG and home applications are pretty different. When we do the CDBG and home rounds, we do the staff summary sheet and we'll usually write out the calculation of leverage for you. Okay. The reason we didn't do that on the staff summary sheets for the aid to agencies was because it, the scoring criteria left discretion in there for you to determine if you wanted to score in a different way. So my con thought on that is that the aid to agencies scoring criteria probably needs to be adjusted, but we haven't historically had an issue with CDBG or home. It's a little more cut and dry. Like home just flat out has different requirements. Mm. Like for leveraging, we, as a city, we have to um, have 25% match, which we usually do that for through property tax forgiveness. But mm -hmm. um, I would just say that they're two different issues. I like the format. Um, a couple other things I'll mention about just things that have changed this year. It's mostly the same. Um, we did try to simplify questions if we felt like they were duplicative so people aren't answering the same question twice in different spots. Um, another thing that you probably saw change was the affordable housing location model um, is no longer a thing. So um, that's something that has changed in the applicant guide. Would you want to talk about the affordable housing action plan just briefly? <coughs> sure. So. Um, the affordable housing location model um, was rescinded by council, so we no longer have that. Um, applicants won't have to comply by that. Um, we did have um, a question that was came out of the affordable housing action plan last year, um, where one of the city's goals is to encourage the distribution of housing and residential facilities throughout all neighborhoods in Iowa City. So what we plan to do was provide a heat map of where we have existing subsidized housing. It's not exact, it's just kind of like if there's clusters, it would reflect that. Um, so we can kind of get an idea of if there's already affordable housing, like you would get additional points if there was not, um, uh, you know, a lot of affordable housing in that area, I guess is how we would, mm -hmm. how we were looking at that. Which, so it's, it's just this one question and it's, um, it's just a little bit different than the location model. Um, and again, that's also fine. Um, I, I'll get on the record to say I'm really very glad the, uh, the, mod, the map is gone. Um, but then again, if, if somebody does a low-income housing tax credit project and wants city home funds to do a pretty big multifamily project, then the heat map's gonna get hot in that spot, right? So then <coughs> is that gonna have an impact on anybody else for the next time? I mean, it's not gonna, it's not like the location model where we are prohibiting housing anywhere. You right. might just get extra points if the, if the location if that not. you're choosing does not have any other affordable housing. Okay. So it's not, it's, it's more an incentive rather than prohibiting okay. locating projects in certain areas. When you keep talking about affordable housing and, and, and location, is that is that determined by who receives funds from for tax credits or what if there's I mean are, 
are all the places that are, that are affordable, are they all known by the city? And if so, then how do you how do you get that information? Um, so we're looking at um, housing that is subsidized by the city or through federal funding. So we have that okay. information, and we typically are monitoring those properties. Okay. Um, so we and then we take it and put it in GIS and map it. Um, one other thing that I was going to call out just that was added to the scoring criteria was uh, two bonus points for applicants that are nonprofit housing developers in good standing. And again, that's something that came out of the Affordable Housing Action Plan. Uh, personally, I, I like the new application, but uh, may I have a motion to uh, approve the FY24 uh, CD, BG, and Home? as well as FY24 merging aid to agencies application materials. So moved. Second. All in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Agenda item number six, staff and commission updates. The staff have any updates? Um, just one update for me. In the packet, you'll see there's a training opportunity for boards and commissions. Uh, I think it's in December. That's a free training. It's online on Zoom, and it just talks about open meetings, open records. They do it every year. Uh, I attended it last year just to listen, and it was, I thought, helpful and interesting. So I would definitely recommend that if you have the time to do it. This is just within the city of Iowa City mm -hmm. that the Zoom thing happens. Can you go in person? I believe it's only online this year. It was last year, too. I don't think they've changed that yet. Okay. The flyer said just virtual training, so yeah. I assumed it was just Zoom. I think so. If, if somebody wants, wanted to do that and doesn't have the equipment, um, can they go to the library? or? Mm -hmm. Okay. My house. I've got it. I've got the equipment. Thanks, anyway. Do any commissioners <laughs> have updates? On agenda, item number seven is an adjournment. May I have a motion to adjourn? So moved. Second. All in favor say aye. aye. Any opposed?